Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Well, hello again. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And uh, just for those of you new to us, we are a, uh, I guess you'd call us a tech company. We provide services for uh, mainly churches, ministries, some businesses. What do we do, Steve, quickly? So we provide uh, live streaming for uh, for churches. We provide mobile app for churches and church management websites. And our most recent thing is uh, greeter.church, which is uh, an online greeter for your church website. All right. Sounds good. And our other website, streamingchurch.tv, that's for the streaming video. Yes. And uh, churchapplive.com. But anyhow, enough about us. We try to do these podcasts every week to uh, help churches, help volunteers, help leaders. And today we have a special guest. His name is Kevin Jones. Kevin is with a uh, company called Portable Church. Kevin, how are you today? Excuse me, I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> until you were doing great <laughs> until now. <laughs> we choked you up. I was doing perfectly fine. <laughs> choked up a little bit. Got so excited. I, I have that effect. Doing great. Thank you. All right. Well, we're glad you're here with us. So Kevin Jones is a fellow with a company, as I just mentioned, called Portable Church. And the website is called, I think the website is portablechurch.com. Am I right on That's that, it. Kevin? That's All right. it. Good. Good deal. So we've got some questions for you this morning. This is, you guys have a very interesting, you provide a very interesting service for churches. Uh, I'm just going to start off by asking you, uh, what is Portable Church and how did it begin? Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic question. It's uh, definitely one of those weird, unique jobs that we have, and uh, it's clearly clearly a gift that we've been given by God. That uh, we've been doing this for as long as we have, and have been blessed and honored to be working with church plants, but uh, in, and now multi-site churches. But we are a company that provides um, all the audio, video, lighting, kids' toys, diapers, and baby wipes, coffee, sugar, stir sticks. Uh, parking cones, parking vests, walkie-talkies, everything top to bottom for churches that are going to be meeting in rented facilities. So, oh, so you, I didn't know they, you provided all that stuff. That's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's it's down to the nitty-gritty details. And uh, part, part of why we do it, um, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but we're working with church planters that their gift and their specialty is in life change. It's not in procurement. And so they're not necessarily thinking through all of those details, nor should they be spending the time on buying all this stuff. Like we are, we are wanting to empower church planters and multi-site churches to actually go out and build their team and build into their community, as opposed to buying diapers and baby wipes and all of this stuff. Because you're not doing a church planter, a multi-site church, um, for the joy of buying stuff. You're doing it to reach people. So. We are the company that you can come to get all that stuff, and the way that we do it is very, very differently. But the big thing is that you stay engaged with your community as you're going into your launch, and then how we put all that stuff together makes it so that you can continue to connect with people way better after you launch. So um, yeah, I jumped way ahead of myself there. Right. But yeah, so- we... There was a piece of this, and I'm probably going to be a good little questioner here because our church met in a rented facility for, well, 
we were in our own facility for quite a while, and then we moved to a different part of town, and we rented out of a high school for seemed like eternity, but it was only <laughs> it was only like five years, I believe, or so. So and one of the things you mentioned, I didn't realize. I guess uh, do you, you both sell and rent um, things for the for the portable church, or is it only a sale thing? It is only a sale thing. Oh, okay. Most portable churches, they plan on meeting for long enough that it doesn't make sense for them to rent. Right, okay. I could see that. It's better financially for them to purchase and own it um, than it is to rent. All right. So I was talking to Phil before we went on the air. I was actually kind of surprised that there's a there's a company out there that kind of addresses this niche. But you guys have been around for a long time, right? We have been. We've been around for 23 years now, and uh, it was something that kind of started as a uh, a pulling from from God, uh, where Pete Vanderharst, the guy who started the company, um, hit, when he was a youth, he had a youth pastor who then later on went to go on to plant a church, and he wanted to launch a church where they could just spend more time focusing on people, and they wanted to have really great environments, but they didn't want to burn people out. And at that point, Pete was working for UPS as a logistics engineer um, with an industrial engineering background, and so they brought him on staff with this church plant to help figure out this whole process because they knew that he was very passionate about church planting, very passionate about just organization. So they hired him, and he kind of put together this entire system that just worked so smoothly that eventually they had a whole bunch of other church planters come on by, and um, what Pete calls the parade of camcorders, just trying to figure out how it, how they're doing what they're doing. Um, and so at some point, Kensington didn't need him anymore because the church was launched. It was going successfully. They were growing. Um, so Pete left there and... Uh, went on a vacation with his wife where they were driving around the country trying to figure out what to do next with their life. And every building that Pete saw, he's like, oh, you could launch a church of 400 in there, and it would look like this, and blah, 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 blah. And Mitzi, his wife, finally said, Pete, I think that you found your calling. I think you're supposed to go help church planters. <laughs> so he's like, oh, my goodness. And he had no idea if it was ever going to take off or not. But he's like, I think that's, I want to help church planters focus on people. And that's what we've been doing ever since. I had the privilege uh, years ago of actually kind of planning a church, and uh, I was actually working with this other church that was going around helping small groups of people that either had churches that they had had in the past fall apart or or at least some small groups of people that wanted to start something. And so as I was looking at these different opportunities pretty much around the Midwest, uh, one of my decisions was (laughs) I I kind of helped restart a church that already had some property, already had a facility, uh, even though it needed help, uh, that was one of the reasons I I went with the position the, or with that particular group was because I didn't want to have to deal <laughs> with trying to come up with some kind of a you know a facility solution. So mm-hmm. this sounds like uh, sounds like what you guys do is just really a godsend for a, a lot of churches, especially church planners. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, it doesn't doing portable churches not have to be difficult, and there are so many huge opportunities and so many blessings to being a portable church that when you are able to do it really well, it completely opens up money and funds to do so much more ministry in other ways. And it will open up opportunities 
for people to serve that would normally just be a pew filler. And you're engaging people, especially men, um, in a way that really helps them see how they can be used by the kingdom. And coming in, doing a set-up and takedown, they start experiencing Christ on a different level because they're serving. And they start having an ownership in that church on a whole different level. And it becomes this interesting dynamic where people will fight, die, and bleed for the church. And they start um, inviting more people in because they want to see that church thrive so much more. So there's so many great things about it, as long as you are doing it in a uh, a good way. Um, part of it is through the equipment that you purchase, but part of it is also through the leadership um, mm-hmm. and the top-down mentality and like the way that you're approaching it and the way that you're speaking about it on stage. You know, it's not, it is not a curse. And a lot of people talk about it being a curse, but if you talk about it, all the positives and like how you're not able to have more money and you're able to engage more people and people won't go into a church building, but they will go into a movie theater. You show all these great things about it and people mm-hmm. suddenly start loving it. And my church that I planted 20 years ago, they finally went portal, or permanent about, I'd say, five years ago. And it was a, such a different dynamic and twist where getting people to stay focused on outreach and evangelism and engaging with people around them is a lot more difficult now because people are like, okay, we can rest. You know, people will come and see us. We're in a building. We're not legitimate. As opposed to saying, no, we need to go out and be the church to the people because... You know, how are they going to find us unless we're having relationships? So it just, so many dynamics change that I love portability. Yeah, and, I, I can understand that. I, I, um, my brother is, lives in Dallas, and he was going to actually a really large church that was meeting in a high school for many years. And it was a, you know, typically you think of the churches that are meeting in the, you know, the rented facilities or they're just getting started and, They've got some pretty small numbers, but there was a really large church. I can't remember the name of it. They still might be meeting in the high school, and that was kind of the nature of them. It was a you know a church of several thousand, and yeah. they were meeting in a rented facility. It's really interesting. There are more and more churches that are actually choosing to always stay portable. They have no plans to go to go permanent. One of my uh, one of my own personal favorite churches and uh, friends of mine are from the Meeting House up in Canada, where they're meeting in 13 different movie theaters all across Canada. (laughs) And they have no intentions of ever making them permanent because they see all the benefits of portability and freeing up so much more money to plant more churches in more areas and do more outreach and ministry. Mm -hmm. It's just really neat to watch. So um, let me back up a little bit and kind of give you a, a... a test here, and you know, I mentioned that our church, it's been probably five years ago now that we were, that you know, we've, we moved into our, our permanent facility, but for years we um, we set up in a high school, uh, kind of the, this is probably the typical approach, we, we didn't know about you guys then, so I'm going to ask you, you know, what could we have done better, but uh, we, I think we had to buy it, a, a, uh, a rent, or no, we or got loaned a truck uh, of a vending truck that used to take uh, vending supplies around, and that that thing got converted to be our AV hauler. And then we've got a, tr- a couple of trailers, and the trailers were had the the kids stuff in them, and we bought a bunch of carts and just kind of brought things in and and un- 
you know, set things up every weekend. Unpacked and then yeah, repacked. Yeah, unpacked and then repacked at the end of the day. So I've hauled many a kid things. You talk about the diapers <laughs> and all that. I've done oh, many yeah. of those. I, I was on the duty for the uh, the AV unload and load usually. But um, So had uh, had we known about Portable Church at the time, um, what uh, what would that process look like? Or how do we engage with, uh, how would we have engaged with you guys? Yeah, so quick question. How how long did it take you guys to do your setup, and with how many people? Uh, um, it was, I'd have to, uh, I'm trying to think back. He says five years ago. I think people arrived at 8, and maybe a little before 8, and I think the service was a little after 10. And then... Um, yeah, I I don't know. Probably maybe a couple hours. To and how uh, many people were you? How many were you setting up for? Uh, we had probably between a hundred and two hundred at the time. Okay. Um, so yeah, a lot of the stuff you talked about is very common and typical of what we see in a lot of churches that we'll go out and visit. Um, we do a lot of what we call efficiency upgrades, where there's churches that are just they're burned out and they're losing people like crazy and it's really hard to recruit volunteers and sometimes we've even gone out there and it's the pastor his wife and his kids doing setup and takedown and maybe like one or two other leaders and the pastor's just like i'm i'm tired i'm weary and i shouldn't be doing this and i'm like no you shouldn't um but the process for a church like that is we would actually come out um through a consultation process and watch your team do an entire setup and takedown. And we would look at all the stuff that you already own, and then um, watch a service happen, and then after teardown, we would meet with your, uh, your team and say, all right, you know, I see where you are right now. What are your big struggles um, that you see? Where do you plan on being in a year from now, in three years from now? Um, what venue do you think you're going to be in in a year or two years from now? And you know, next question is, what is your budget? Mm -hmm. Um, But from there, after we get all that information, we will sit down and actually come up with a complete design trying to integrate as much of your stuff into a portable church system as possible. And we're very kingdom economics focused. We're made up of church planters and church volunteers here. Most of us are in portable churches. um, So we understand kingdom economics, but we will work really hard to integrate as much of your stuff into a system that just makes sense, um, that's so much easier for setup and takedown, that requires fewer people trips, that requires fewer people, um, and requires less time. And all that stuff is really important and relevant because when you're able to have fewer people, you can have more teams serving. And so you can start alternating either month by month or week by week or however you choose to set it up. But you reduce volunteer burnout even more by doing that. Um, You reduce your equipment damage by everything now being in a system that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll also give you a report that says, here are the things that we are suggesting you um, procure from us, um, and here's how we're going to integrate your system into our system. And then we will deliver on this day. And it's, it's probably one of the most refreshing moments that I get to experience is those efficiency upgrades because we'll go out on a you know Wednesday or Thursday and blend a church's stuff into our system and then we'll go to train people that have been using the system for the past couple of years that are burned out and tired um, and they will open up the trailer door and they'll start 
rolling our cases off and into the building, and they come back, and after five minutes of, you know, bringing stuff in, literally you, you have the entire thing unloaded in five minutes, people come back to get more stuff, and they're just, you see this hope in their eyes, like, oh my goodness, that did not just take us an hour to unload, how can we be done already, I've never seen this, and like, you get this joy and the hope and like, excitement again, and the pastor's like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, there's like a light at, the end of, light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not yeah, a train. Like we, we can do this, yeah. and there is a benefit. But, you know, for brand-new church planters, ideally you get us out there before you ever plant, and we're consulting with you from the very get-go, because there is stuff when you are an existing church, like we will just flat-out simply tell you, do not do that, because you're, you're burning people out, and it doesn't make sense to do it that way. So you'll save a whole lot more money if you engage with us from the get-go. Right. I would think that you would definitely have some expertise uh, after learning, you know, from doing this a lot of times that, up oh, you can't use that mixer over here because that thing's going to fall apart or that sort of thing. You're going to save some people some money in the long run um, by just with your advice, I would think. Yeah. Absolutely. In the consultation process, after every consult, I mean, it's a large majority of people that are like, we haven't even bought anything from you yet, you yet, and that consultation really opened my eyes to realize how unprepared I was for this launch, and you've helped me think through things I've never even thought of before. That, uh, that really impresses me about you guys. So you guys aren't, aren't just selling stuff. You're, you, I mean, you, you obviously have stuff, but you're, you're not just selling it. You're actually consulting people, and you've got wisdom, and you've got – I mean, you guys have fought this thing through. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why I'm surprised, but uh, it, I mean, it really, it's 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 nice, you know. I mean, it sounds great. It sounds like you guys really, I mean, yeah. Well, you've been doing it for fifteen, twenty years, so uh, that certainly helps. Yeah. After the consultation, you get a uh, a very, very, very detailed itemized list saying, "Here's all the stuff that you need to make this work." Um, a church does not need to go with us, but um, almost all of them do, simply because we don't do things like normal people do. There's not any other company out there that does the things that we do in the way that we do it. There are permanent install companies and there are touring um, install companies, or not install, but touring groups that do audio video. But the mentality is so different. What we are is kind of, or what portable churches are, are more like this portable permanent where you're going to the same venue week after week after week after week. And there's so many efficiencies that you can create. And so, you know, we, we have many churches out there that are multi-site churches doing huge setups, six trailers systems. Um, they're seven-foot-wide, 24-foot-long trailers filled with kids and community and tech gear. And they're setting up six trailers worth of stuff in under an hour. Wow. And it's, you know, it's funny. I've been here for 15 years now, and I still look at it and in awe of these environments that are created in that quick amount of a time. It's, it's really neat. So uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, you mentioned multi-site, and so obviously this is what you guys do at Portable Church. It, it's not just for church plants, but multi-site. Uh, and we've interviewed, uh, I can't think of his name now, the guy. He's, he's, he's written some books on multi-site. Jim Tamberlin? Uh, yeah, Jim. Yeah. We've, we've interviewed oh, yeah, yeah. Jim. We need He's to a good friend. Him. Yeah, we need to interview him again. Now, I've heard through other sources that the multi-site thing uh, might be kind of going, fading a little bit. Uh, you, know, you know, it seemed like it peaked, you know, a number of years ago. 
and for, in your opinion, is it, has multi-site peaked? Is it going? Is it slowing down a little bit, or is it just continuing to take off? Uh, that honestly, is the very first time I've ever heard it. Uh, someone said that it is not on the uprise. Uh, not, not uprise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've I've never heard it. People said that it's actually going down. It's from our experience. We just keep seeing more and more. Um, and talking with Jim, he's talking about. I mean, I, a few weeks back, and he said that it's still on the on the rise. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we're yeah. Okay. Well, Partners I, with Leadership Network, and uh, that's what I hear from them, too, is that it's still on the up and up. I figured if anybody would know, you you certainly would. We do need to get Jim back on the show. We used to do multi-site. Uh, Steve that's and I true. In our church, we used to, and uh, it was good. It was a good deal. Um, you got anything you want to throw at uh, well, Kevin I, here real quick? I, just, I was wondering if there, you had any uh, horror stories to share. <laughs> that's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any? I you know, didn't prep you beforehand, but well, if, if you have one or, or more, you know, horror stories of things gone wrong with, I mean, not with your customers, but maybe with people that said, oh, my gosh, we've got to reach out to these portable church groups so we can avoid <laughs> this in the future. So this never happens again. Uh, well... Yeah, we have, there's so many horror stories, but I'm trying to think ones off the top of my head. Uh, the, probably the worst one that I've ever seen, um, and doesn't necessarily have to do with portability, but it was a school that uh, the somebody got into the school during the Sunday that the church was meeting and just completely trashed a bunch of teachers' classrooms and threw paint everywhere, and um, there was so much damage and the church was like, well, it wasn't our church that did it, so we're not going to clean it up, you know, even though it was done during their hours. Mm. And um, so that church got kicked out of that building, and we were, we were called in to go in and consult with the school to kind of show the system that they were going to have in place and how it was going to be a much more uh, intentional system that was going to be designed around their stuff to protect their stuff, make sure that you know things like this didn't happen again. And obviously they were very reluctant to let anybody in because of their previous experience. But um, you know, after that, and the pictures are just horrendous. If you saw them, you'd be disgusted. Um, I've, but it just it just goes to show that it's so important for churches really to take care of their landlord and that venue and realize that they are a big blessing to your church. Yeah, um, so it's it's critical yeah. to to do that so that you're making a big statement about who God is and making setting up the next church for success. Right. I know when we were doing it, it was I mean, there, there was always a stress level that um, as you're getting set up. Because you know, you know, the 1030 service is going to be coming, and you know you've got to have everything set up and, 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 no, and have no issues there on time. You know, you don't want to run into any, any unforeseen. Um, so I would assume that, that my confidence level, if I was using your product, would go way up in knowing that, you know, this thing's been engineered out, and we've got some fault-tolerant systems here so that when uh, when people are showing up for church that there is a sound system and that sort of thing. Yeah, it makes a big statement to the volunteers that are doing a setup and takedown to know, like, hey, we care for you, we've invested in you. And volunteers, they recognize that. They're like, this is, this is a big deal. Thank you for helping, you know, us succeed. And um, the, biggest, the biggest impact for me, um, I've done two church plants. One was without PCI, one was with PCI. 
And one, we had more of like a martyr mentality. We were like, oh, we've got to get this done for God, blah, blah, blah. The next one, we were done setting up so quickly that, you know, on week number one, I didn't know what to do. So I just like sat down and I prayed with my team and did some vision casting. And I'm like, we set this entire church up so that we can be the arms and hands of Christ. So go out there and do that and go embrace people and show them what God is like. Mm-hmm. They can come in here a great service and leave, but that doesn't like they didn't necessarily experience the body of Christ. So go get them, embrace them, invite them like into your homes, out to dinner, whatever. And it completely opened my eyes because the people that were doing a setup and takedown now suddenly are active participants and engaging with people. And when you're a brand new church plant or a multi-site church, usually your setup and takedown team, your core team, those are the people that you want engaged with those coming through the doors. You don't want them so tired that they're just resting. Yeah, preoccupied. Um, so it, just, it totally opened my eyes up to how things can be different. Awesome. So here's the big question. We've got a couple minutes left. Here's the big, big question. How much does this cost? <laughs> I know it's going to vary. Uh, how much does a car cost? It's so different. You're I mean, using our uh, yeah. We, you're we going to our any... territory because everyone asks us, "Well, how how much should we spend on a camera?" And we're like, "Well, <laughs> you can spend two hundred dollars, or you can spend ten thousand dollars. Depends on what you're looking for." It's and it's exactly right. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, and I know this is kind of a loaded question, but I mean, is there, uh, you know, is there a starting fee or, or something that, you know, if I'm, if I'm a pastor listening to this podcast right now and I'm thinking, yeah, I, I really need to take advantage of these guys. Is there kind of a ballpark where we could kind of start or, you know, something? Well, so we just, we just delivered 22 systems in one weekend to one church planting organization and trained them all and they just launched, they officially launched last weekend. So we trained them two weeks, two weekends ago, launched this weekend. So with that group, um, we designed and developed a, uh, a bunch of packages that were um, in the $7,000 range up to $20,000 range. So, you know, starting point is seven grand, I guess I would say. Okay. On the other hand, we've worked with a large multi-site church where we just delivered a system that was closer to $800,000. Mm. Um, obviously, much, I mean, they had a soundboard that was way more than, you know, right. most more than church plants budget. Right. Like they're, <laughs> they're buying some of those higher-end pieces and their environments, when you're doing a multi-site church, requires more money because they're setting up more environments to try and recreate their home church. Um, but I guess I'll, I'll say on average, most church plants are spending roughly between um, sixty to $90,000, and most multi-site churches are spending between 125 to 185. Yeah. And that's so that's yeah. where that's where most of them are. But I mean, obviously, we go way lower and we go way higher. Right. So that's and, and that's complete, ready to roll. They you know soundboards and toys mm-hmm. and everything. Right. Exactly. All well, set up. That, to, that's the whole. That's the whole thing. And we have, um, oh, I think we're up to about eight different consultants that all specialize in different things. So if you're a church that's small and have a small budget and you really want to be frugal, we've got a guy for that. If you are um, the mega church with the, the tech god that you know knows everything, we've got 
guys that do that too and know all the language and they will coach and consult and work directly with you to come up with the right solution. So if you have no idea, we'll tell you exactly what you need to do. If you have every idea, we work alongside of you. Well, I think what you guys have to offer is awesome. I, and I think I would concur with Steve here that uh, I wish I would have known about you guys 10, 15 years ago, <laughs> you know, because it would have uh, saved my back a little bit. But, uh, well, look, we're, we're running out of time here, Kevin, but we've been talking with Kevin Jones from Portable Church. And you can go to his website, portablechurch.com. Uh, is there, I mean, is that the best way to probably get a hold of you, Kevin? Yeah, the website's fantastic. You can call me direct, uh, 800-939-7722, ask for Kevin Jones. Um, or if I'm not available, there's plenty of other people that can help. Um, but there's also some really great resources. If you go to our stories um, link on our website or the resources, there's fantastic resources that kind of I saw that. kind of prep you for the concept of what that would even look like, uh, being a portable church or a portable yeah. multi-site church. Yeah. I, I watched the, uh, the video, the short video. is very informing, kind of showing the whole the whole setup process worked with your equipment oh yeah yeah, yeah that's a good you, you have a good the, the website's a good resource so that's awesome well kevin we've got to go here but sure appreciate your time today and thanks for telling us about portable church yeah it was a uh, great talking to you Stephen phil i look forward to uh learning more and more about uh, what you guys are doing and see the impact that you guys are creating in the kingdom well thanks and we'll we'll definitely have you on here in the near future and folks if we'd love to get your feedback on this podcast uh if you uh, if you think uh portable church is a great idea or you think you should go back to the Stone Age. And, uh, you know, seriously, we'd love to hear your feedback. And so uh, just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. And you can find us on streamingchurch.tv and other resources, other websites. We've got lots of them, but uh, just suffice to say, support at streamingchurch.tv will probably get you where you need to go. So, all right, well, we are out of time. Uh, Our thanks to Kevin Jones from Portable Church. Uh, Thank you. Steve Lacey's with us. He's going. He's going to say goodbye, and I'm Phil Thompson, and we will catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care. <laughs>